0: From the fabulous WSUM Madison Studios, it's Do It Live, hosted by the Do It Geeks. Today's topic is lynda.com, the easy online way to learn about, well, just about anything. Joining us in the studio from Do It Academic Technology, Kathy Konachek and Greg Konop. Along with our regular geeks,
1: Teresa Saldana
2: and Andy Musilevsky. And now, broadcasting live and local on 91.7 FM and streaming worldwide on WSUM.org,
0: please help me welcome my co-host, Ty Christian. Hey. Let's do it live. The Most Connected Radio Show on Streaming online, WSUM.org, 91.7 FM, Madison, Wisconsin. And we are live today to talk tech, uh, as usual, with our wonderful co-hosts here, Andy and Teresa. How's it going, guys? Going great. Awesome. All right. Check us out online, doit.wisc.edu forward slash radio. Uh, we've got podcasts, tons of podcasts up and available for your perusing and your enjoyment. Uh, go to iTunes and uh, and just open up your little iTunes program. Go to the store, check out the podcast uh, section, and type in "Do It Live" or just "Do It." You'll be able to find us either way. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, have us uh, have a listen. Uh, give it to your friends. Give it to your mom. Give it to your grandma. They will all appreciate it. Uh, and uh, of course, check a, check out our uh, our wonderful website, which is going to be uh, having hopefully a revision pretty soon. Uh, doit.wisc.edu forward slash radio. We've got a brand new site in the works, which is going to be coming up very shortly. Um, And today, you know, we're talking about uh, online learning. And in specific, we're talking about lynda.com, which is a brand new site, uh, or I guess it's not super, you know, like a brand new site, but it's new to the university for access, uh, you know, for all sorts of e-learning about technology and about neat different things. We're going to get to that a little later in the show. Uh joining us in the studio today, uh, we've got Kathy and Greg from uh, Do It Academic Tech. How's it going, guys?
2: Great. Fantastic. All so right. Thanks for having us.
0: You bet. And uh so I think you know we should probably just just because, you know, it's it's tradition. Just because it's tradition. We need to start every show the same way with the wonderfully talented, amazing, ecstatic uh um long-haired and um Eyebrowed Teresa Saldana with the news. Oh boy. It's
3: Teresa Saldana, Emmy Award winning
0: anchor and winner of five Tony Awards. Also saved a kitten from a burning building last week with the news. <laughs>
1: I got a pause that time. Look at that.
0: <laughs> You're moving you, up in
3: the it's world. It's probably that kitten thing, which <laughs> yeah. didn't really happen. Did you keep the kitten?
1: No. No. <laughs> So we have to talk about sopa. Yeah. Pippa. Soup. I love soup. Soup?
0: Yes. Yeah. For the folks at home, well,
1: sopa in Spanish is soup.
0: Teresa speaks. Sopa de camarones. Sí. Si. Mm. En, la, en la cocina es el sopa. La, so, la sopa?
1: Shrimp soup in the kitchen. Yeah. That's what con, I con got. Con
0: mis gato.
1: With Ty's cat.
0: Sí. Si. All right. Teresa speaks uh, fluent Spanish. Because the cats like the shrimp soup. See. <laughs> <laughs> we're a very multilingual uh, uh uh show here you you're the spanish you the i'm the japanese andy do you speak anything anything weird well i know Any?
4: i know how to say words that you can't say on the radio in seven different languages oh my gosh that's amazing
0: and ha- and and how about our guests does our guest speak anything
2: Little sign language. Oh, there. she's doing Ooh. sign language. All yeah, right. I've been working on Spanish with my third grader. We've been learning how to say things about. We've been learning how to say things about our cats. So we say that oh. El Gato is muy gordo.
1: The cat's really fat.
2: The, fat the fat cat fat. is really fat. The cat was eating angel food cake last <laughs> weekend.
1: Wow. Sweet. Yeah, that'll do it.
2: <laughs> my cat likes to. Uh,
0: my cat likes to spy the pizzas every time we come home with pizza, you know, we set it down and the cattle just kind of like, hmm, what's that? It's for me. It's for me. I will eat it. But yeah. Anyway, the news. Sopa. Soup. What's, Sopa what's all Pippa. about soup?
1: The, d- the, the voting on, on either bill has been delayed.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh they my postponed
1: gosh. it after the blackouts yesterday. Yes.
0: Yes. And we should say we are, we're not live today. We are, we are podcasting from the
1: past. Yeah. Whoa. It's not as exciting as podcasting from the future. From but the This, this is how yes, we can manage. Yeah.
0: yeah so um so uh you know we're probably a couple uh, maybe a week back here so we're going to talk about some of the blackouts and that kind of stuff and 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 how they how they happen so so teresa tell us about the blackouts and and what blacked out and what it was all about and
1: i i i will say i fell victim (laughs) to it i i definitely went i tried to go to wikipedia yesterday to look something up Mm-hmm. It's just sort of this this instinct you have now. You don't even think about it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I need to know about this thing and go to Wikipedia. I'd and like to
0: learn more they, about volcanoes. It's they were particularly yeah. devious about their blackout because yes, it
1: they actually were.
4: showed you the Wikipedia article for about a half a second. Psych, <laughs> mm-hmm. like you're not going to see.
1: That. Yep, and then just a uh, screen came up talking about how you know the Internet must remain free. And I think it gave you a link for reading more about what was going on. Sure. Not on Wikipedia, but um, I definitely I saw that one for myself. Um, I know Reddit went down.
0: Reddit did for, go down. Oh my gosh! For the folks gosh. that
1: read Reddit, the front page of the internet, as was, they as they are called.
0: You know, it would have been it would have been a horrible day for me, but I was right in the middle of this amazing thing that we were doing at Do It called Teach Me How to Do It. Where, oh, people, yeah. where people got to come in and they got to schedule like little hour appointments and they could talk, they could ask questions about just about anything, about iPhones, iPads, Android, Kindle Fire, that kind of stuff. And they sat down and, and we actually got to, you know, uh, answer pretty much all their questions. So luckily I was one of the techs teaching people how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I, you know, I, I didn't really miss it all that much because I was, I was, well, that's I was too busy.
1: And you know that event? Mm-hmm. Do you know how successful that event was?
0: Super successful. Yeah,
1: they had I think um, they had uh, scheduled blocks throughout the day, hour I think hour or half hour long it blocks. It was hour blocks. Yeah, yeah, from like nine to five, and they had six slots for each time of day. Right. And it filled up within forty five minutes of when they posted <laughs> yep. the availability. Yep. Forty five minutes, and then they had to post an, an additional twenty <coughs> some appointments.
0: I bet you know I bet I bet at least one person out there was super mad because I had a no show. So, <gasps> like, it's like some dude, you know, signed up, didn't show up. So some wow. other, other dudes probably out there like, oh, that was my spot. You know, it'd probably be like, you know, I, I don't like you. And, you know,
4: I wish to register a complete:
0: <laughs> Everyone that did show
4: up, I think, though, that had, had a good response from. For sure. For sure.
1: I think it definitely demonstrates that there's a need out there. Yeah. On campus to just have someone sit down you know, that's tech savvy with you and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. say, oh, I just I don't know how to do this. It, you that you, you bring your devices and you, you barely know how to articulate what it is that you can't do mm-hmm. and be able to.
0: How do I the Internet?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, we should. How do we, I iPhone? We're,
0: we're getting so dis- dis- <laughs> derailed out here. Sopa and that's and OK. Pimpa, that's
1: OK.
5: We're
1: <laughs> that's news, too. <laughs> because about that, That's yeah. just.
0: Hey-o.
5: That's do it news.
1: That's so, do it news. You know.
0: But what was the most common
1: news. Help.
0: you know what um, it was Uh, honestly uh, at least from my perspective it was mostly ipads and people setting up their email clients. setting up emails yeah setting up email
1: clients and (coughs) getting ipads and iphones to work with their computer
0: and more or less just kind of general interactivity like oh i didn't know i could move these things around or i didn't know i could put them into like little buckets and they'd have you know like little folders that Mm -hmm. i could do and that kind of stuff we mm -hmm. should have
4: a class in file management that's oh boy a big thing that people don't understand
5: yeah, 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 but you can't
4: call it file management. Yeah, because then they wouldn't know yeah. what it yes. is. <laughs> yeah. How to put your thingies? Organize your thingies on the. We'll computer call it thingies. smiles with your
0: files. There you go. Smiles <laughs> with your oh, files. Oh no, that didn't work. That didn't work. It's oh, <laughs> terrible. All right. That's okay, that's just one is fine. Thank you. <laughs> just one boo is okay. All right. So I so think anyway. something
1: we should talk about with the blackouts that happened. Um, I just saw on a related note that the website Mega Upload oh. got taken down. Oh, Just like our other fallen, oh. uh, you know, warriors of like Napster. And, and Quicksilver it's, Screen and Stage e,
0: 6 got taken down back in the day. Yep. Yeah. So
1: Mega Upload's time has come. And so as a response to that, Anonymous took down quite a few websites as well. They they took down. Let's see the MPAA's website, the RIAA's website.
0: They certainly did, and they posted. You know, just like always, they posted a uh, an announcement about the operation uh, before they uh, before they started. So let's. uh, I've got the I've got the announcement right here. Let's let's go ahead and listen into the announcement here.
3: Greetings, members of the world. A new era has come. Anonymous is no longer playing nice, and we do not intend to ever play nice. We have seen you corrupt out people, corrupt our country, and we will not sit, and watch, as you allow bills such as OPA and PIPA to be passed. On January 19, 2012, a popular sharing site named Megaflood was taken down. We were not hesitant, and reacted quickly. Remaining to our word, we took down their main sources. MIAA, fbi all down. Our power is too strong, and soon they will have to listen to the people. This is a time of action. We, as a nation must come together and fight the tyrants. Do not sit and watch. Do not sit and cheer. Use your talents. Artists, be creative. Singers, be lyrical. Writers, spread our word. We will not be silent. We are anonymous. We are legion. We do not forget. We do not forget. Expect
0: us. So, pretty chilling words there from Anonymous, but they're always kind of chilling. And you know, they're saying, you know, use your talents. It's like somebody's got to teach them how to do some audio mixing. Yeah, that's true. Because you you could
1: barely, we were talking about that before the show. You could barely make out what they were saying. Yeah,
0: yeah. Come on, guys. It's called compression. It's not that hard. (laughs) I'm speaking from an audio nerd here. Come on. But anyway, yeah, so Mega Upload went down, and I am upset, I guess, a little bit just cuz I really liked Mega Upload. So cuz it was like the last bastion of of place where I could get like um, you know, watch watch the things that I couldn't watch. Well, like a g- good example, um I watched this show called Game Center CX, which is only in Japan. And um and they had they were hosting those at Mega Upload with like the translations and you know uh is it was it illegal i i don't think so because it wasn't released you know in america and it wasn't you know these are official fan translations so but now it's down and i can't watch it anymore it's terrible yeah i remember it's Terrible. It, i
1: thought i i heard about that uh a number of years ago is you know with <laughs> watching anime that if they don't if there isn't a translation translated version available, if no one's
0: bought the rights in america i think right is the, the deal. To,
1: to the language that you need it translated into that you can watch it apparently or redistribute it sure um i remember anime being redistributed on vhs tapes with like (laughs) english subtitles because there there weren't any yet right
0: right well how about did did you guys use mega upload at all for anything Mm, i don't think so watch any house episodes family guy i used it
4: occasionally to actually post like large files that couldn't be emailed which was what what it originally was originally for Purportedly right? <laughs> was yeah <laughs> f- originally for, but th- a lot of people were using it for that, and now they're out of luck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You hear that MPAA people were using mega upload legally.
0: whoa but I mean, you <laughs> know okay let's let's be let's be completely clear on this. There was a lot of illegal activity on mega well, Upload. well sure. I mean mm-hmm. but I mean yeah, so it it was wasn't exactly a site with you know halos everywhere. Um, that's for sure. Well, and sure. It, there's a lot of people saying, you know, well, uh, if the, if the federal government could just take down mega upload on a whim and, and hold these, uh, employees, which it, mega upload is out of New Zealand, by the way. So, um, mm-hmm. so it wasn't exactly American citizens, but they took it, took it down anyway. You know, they say, well, what do they need SOPA and, and PIPA for, you know, if they could just take down these sites at a whim. Right. And I think, I think the, the bigger thing with this is that, um, uh, with Mega Upload, they kind of went—you know—they had they had to go through the, the legal rigmarole of getting, you know, um, what is it, subpoenas and that kind of stuff right. before they actually had to be, before they could take them down. Or with SOPA, you know, uh, uh, SOPA and, and, and PIPA, you could have uh, uh, actual companies just take down a website without having to go through the legal. Exactly, thing, there's the a bypass channels. of the legal there's, system. Yeah, yep. So. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the big things about SOPA that people are angry about, but still yeah, I'm I'm mourning mega upload a little bit, but it's and, you know
4: the scary thing is is that it is it was in New Zealand and they were able to get the New Zealand officials to cooperate and so and readily too, yeah, um, yeah. And they actually arrested these people um in the I don't know if they're still in custody or are they. Are
0: Apparently they it's uh they say the Mega Up there's Mega Upload employees that uh, they're denied bail and they face uh extradition. So um I don't know extradition to where, but I'm kind of skimming through this here. The the leader of Mega Upload is this person kim.com uh, uh which I don't know if I don't know if that's actually her last name. Mm. I think that she or he or she legally changed it. Really? To that. That's well,
1: I also heard that person's been, th- had their um, cars repossessed. Yeah. and And all their assets are getting taken away. There's actually pictures online with the cars being repossessed. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So swift legal action. Long
0: arm of the law. Yeah. Even in New Zealand. Yes. So, yeah, better not try to, better not try to copyright or like share the hobbits or anything get <laughs> you know, being made in New Zealand or anything like that. Yep. Oof. So, and
4: then the other thing that that they were kind of a gray area with was that mega upload was actually if you uploaded a file that was um very popular and you're getting a do- lot of downloads, yeah. they would actually monetarily reward you really and I didn't so, know that so that was probably the 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 legal reason why they could do this without. Uh, Sopa or Pippa being inactive. So it was kind huh. of a thing.
0: It was kind of a thing where if you like the more ads that were shown before or after your video, they give you like a share of the ad revenue. Is that I, kind of the, the deal? I'm
4: not exactly clear if that's how it was happening, but it was based on the number of
0: downloads oh, that I your see. upload
3: got. So. Yeah.
0: Well, um, Anonymous got really angry at the, you know, taking down of Mega Upload, along with the SOPA and, and PIPA stuff. They took down um, the FBI's website, FBI.gov, which is... Oh, they did take they it did. down. They did. They took it okay. down. Uh, Department of Justice was taken down. Universal Music was taken down. Mm-hmm. BMI was taken down. Um, there was a number of sites that, that got taken down uh, from by Anonymous. I'm imp- I'm actually very impressed by uh, taking down FBI.gov.
1: Yeah, the collective action needed to do that.
0: That's, a uh, you know... I And it happened. Happened very swiftly. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's very quickly. another scary thing
4: is that, you know, obviously we have people in Washington that are working on this legislation that don't really know a lot about the technical aspects of the internet. <laughs> and the people who really do know um, can do things like what Anonymous did yesterday. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It,
0: it's, it's one of those things, you know, one of the comments on Reddit that I saw was like, you know, hey... Do you really want to piss off the in- all of the world's hackers all at once? I mean, with soap and pipe Probably out. not a good idea. I mean, especially when you don't really have a whole lot of, you know, handle on exactly how this works. And speaking of uh, uh, senators that, that don't understand the bill, there was a huge change from the blackout in number of senators that mm-hmm. supported mm-hmm. versus against it. Teresa, you have those numbers, right?
1: Yes, I do. So apparently... Um, I. Uh, at the beginning of January 18th there were supposedly 80 members of congress who supported the legislation and 31 against now just 63 support it and opposition has surged to 122 so the tables have certainly turned um the the blackouts made quite the impression um
0: sorry what <laughs> sorry we were just whispering in the corner uh, yeah. about how pretty you were My fault. i was <laughs> Sandy, Sandy our wonderful wonderful producers in the corner here, and she and she was uh, she was showing me a cease and desist letter uh, that went out uh, uh, to the help desk for an episode of Dexter uh, that oh. apparently someone was, was, was down on. But you know, we, we kind of get those we get those all the time. I don't think it was a, a help desk employee. I think it was probably just something that was coming through off of Resnet or the security or, I or see. something like that. But okay. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Anyway, continue.
1: Um, so
0: <laughs> so there so 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 the tide has changed dramatically in the number of people that support uh sopa now it's 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 now not a majority anymore exactly, yeah, so the bills have are kind of i mean you know hard to say, but they're kind of shelved for now in a sense, maybe kinda you can never tell probably till some
1: date. of the so i don't know some of the details are clarified or some of the more questionable parts questionable parts of the bill are addressed
4: mm-hmm. um, and, I, and i don't i obviously i don't think that this is a a done deal at all i mean um if you, you look at the history of copyright law, especially with the Motion Picture Association, they've been fighting this since the late 70s when Betamax came out. And uh, um, Mr. Rogers actually testified before the Supreme Court at mm-hmm. that time and actually stopped
0: them from passing those laws back then. Um, well, when Mr. Rogers talks, people sh- listen. People listen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, um, another thing that's that uh, we we can probably expect to hear more from uh, uh, from this bill on the horizon. Um, one of the uh, threads in in the tech uh, area of Reddit uh, is talking about the um, uh, bill HR nineteen eighty one, the Protecting Children from Internet Pornographers Act of two thousand eleven, mm-hmm. which apparently <coughs> apparently is cu- is not yet complete and not even up for a vote or anything like that. Uh, but apparently, it's kind of along the same lines of the powers of SOPA and PIPA. Um, but it specifically says, staz- says in its title and a lot of the wordage, I- I- the verbiage in there, uh, is, is specifically against child pornography. Mm-hmm. So, I mean like, you know, SOPA and PIPA, you know, easy, easy to go against because it was kind of, uh, what lobbied by the entertainment industry and kind of, you know, designed by them. But, uh, this one specifically says child porn in the title. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there's two things that, that, uh, no congressman will risk supporting it's probably child child pornography and like terrorism or something like that sure you know so that one might be a little bit more tough to get people against i don't know it it seems to be doing trying to do the same thing as Sopa and pipa but some something to watch out there for on the internet uh for any sort of new news so there's been hey we've got a whole news cycle now or uh, almost a whole news day without an apple story
1: oh that's what i was gonna bring up can you fix that can you fix that? Yeah, I wanted to talk about um, the new iTunes U and iBooks Two. I guess they're calling it now. iBooks Two. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm kind of surprised that it, that an an app of theirs actually takes on. Um, a number as a, as a new version, um, whereas normally it's not they iBooks
0: just Lion or iBooks uh, well, <laughs> Panda or... No,
1: it's just that, you know, when they, they add features to Mail, it's not that like they call it Mail 2 or Mail 3 on the iPhone, it's just Mail. Yeah. And they just keep upgrading it. Um, so so it looks like Apple is making a... a um, Some some huge uh, leaps forward with um, with uh, digital textbooks, um, trying to get them on the iPad. And um, you can I think you can even, you know, just view them on the iPhone or an iPod touch. Um, But they've made deals with uh, McGraw Hill. I know is one of the one of the big um, textbook uh, publishers and uh, a couple other ones. Um, to you know, start bringing textbooks. You know, even for elementary students, uh, high school students. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I understand, th- I believe the initial pricing is fourteen ninety nine
0: for for textbooks. For textbooks. That's, that's I that, guess that's not and that the bad. students can keep
1: them indefinitely so if, okay. if you think about it um and i know that you know when we've bought textbooks even you know on the college <laughs> level in the past i mean think <laughs> about the prices we were paying yeah. for the for the hard cover I'd you probably know 80, 300 yeah, yeah I've and, and, I, and i'm talking about 70 and 140 and yeah it's right like, And we're talking brand new most of the time i bought used books so of course the well, price even is, used i mean well sure but you know when you had to buy them full full price ex- exorbitant way for sure. too expensive for sure. um and you know then there's all the practical matters of hauling this book around um, and you, you have to deal with if you bought it used, all of the, um, the writing in it, the highlighting, the, the earmarking, um, and then also just trying to take care of the book for everything that might happen to it to be able to hopefully sell it back for, what, a mere 5 or $10. Um, but now they're giving students the option of... You know, it's $15, which I, you know, I don't know on a, you know, on a high school level, you know, who's footing the bill for that. I would assume it's just the school. And hopefully there are, um, I believe they mentioned something about volume licensing discounts or volume purchase discounts. Mm -hmm. Um, But that they can give it to the student and the student can keep it forever, you know. So if if they need it as a resource or another class decides to use it, they already have it. Yeah. So the school doesn't have to buy it again for that particular student. That's pretty cool. Um, but although at the same time, I suppose what that does mean is every year they they have to they can't take the books back from the students and give them to other students. They have right. to buy it again. Right.
0: But still, for fifteen bucks, I mean that's a lot better than $80, 90 bucks. No,
1: and and then if you think about it, when you buy the book, let's say at the beginning of you know this school year, mm-hmm. then next year when you buy it again, it's the updated version. Yeah, you don't have to pay the eighty, ninety dollars again to get that same textbook with the three new pages in it.
0: You know this is—you know this is going <laughs> to severely hurt, though—is my dumpster diving? Your dumpster diving. <laughs> because I mean, you'd be surprised how many people throw out textbooks and then you just bring them back to the bookstore and you're like, yeah, uh, here you go. Yeah, they don't. Fifty bucks later.
1: Obviously, they don't ask for proof of purchase when you sell them back no, or wherever not. it was that no, you got them no. from.
0: So, Uh, but I I think think it's a great idea other than dumpster diving. I think it's great.
1: And it'll be great to, you know, see eight year old kids not carrying around backpacks bigger than they are.
0: Oh, for sure. You know, no
4: no more students trudging through the snow with their copy of Riverside Shakespeare and climbing all the way to the top of (laughs) Bascom Hill every day with that. That's true. And then and then think
1: about all the interactive media that you get with it. I know that, you know, when you and I were in high school, we didn't see so much of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the CDs that were in the back and then, you know, teachers didn't want to use it because they can't guarantee all their students have computers. Right. um, Or that, you know that they'll have adequate time to go over the materials or yeah. how well can they incorporate them into class. But now, um, looking at some of the textbooks that they offer online, you can, there will be you know, a, a small picture of an ant, and you want to see it. You just, you just tap on it, and it expands to take up the whole screen.
0: Yeah, that would be pretty cool.
1: And you know, you've know, you got, obviously, your audio content. And I also read that with, with text. I thought this was the coolest thing. If you run your finger over it, it'll highlight.
0: Ooh, How neat is that? That's really cool.
1: So I think it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, I get the only down the downside I'm seeing for this though is, is you know, if they make it proprietary, then you, everybody's going to need an iPad or a, or some sort. And of
1: and that is what's happening with the iBooks Store. You that know. if you if you release it through the iBooks Store, um, it that the format doesn't translate for other devices. Right. And I believe what Andy was saying earlier, um, in the fine print of the iBooks agreement, if you um, if your book is free, you can distribute it however you want. You can sell it, you, you not sell it, you can distribute it on other websites, what have you, but if you are going to sell it for a price, Apple gets exclusive rights to it. Yeah. you can't sell it through anybody else. That's
4: yeah. unless you enter into another written agreement with Apple. That's which pretty is crazy. Probably going to be pretty difficult to accomplish. Either
1: and it's going to be extremely difficult or extremely pricey. Right, you're to be able have to, to do, to do hire something a, like that. A team of lawyers to do that, kind and of thing. I don't think that bodes well for anybody who's trying to afford textbooks.
0: Yeah. So, so basically, if you if you create a great work of like literary genius and you you think you can sell it for five or ten bucks. Um, you you can submit it, and then you and then Apple says, "Oh nope, sorry," and then you can't sell it anywhere else ever, forever. The end. That's that's basically it, right? That's the that's the well. That's the gist they get it. to
4: choose whether or not you can just distribute it in uh, with other means. But I I'm not sure. I mean, they
0: would have to be distributing it for you, right? For well, because I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the the wordage right here of the of the actual um EULA the end user license agreement and it and it basically says that um more or less if if your work is not selected by Apple so if you make a uh anything and you're and you're planning on selling it for a fee uh and it's not selected by Apple you cannot sell it anywhere else ever so like yeah. you make a you make a book <coughs> and you say hey Apple can you distribute it and Apple says this book is great but sorry kid you need more moxie well then you can never ever 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 sell it to any other publisher in any form digital or not forever.
1: Well, if that's true and that sticks, that's terrible. Yeah,
4: I mean the trend is uh, everyone's trying to grab intellectual property rights yeah. <laughs> for for everything and, yeah. and a, another interesting thing that came out this week was the Supreme Court actually ruled that things in the public domain can be recopyrighted by the government.
0: Wow. Uh, so, like my copy of Frankenstein could be exactly. illegal. So, in think the next about five years. that in
4: an educational setting. That we've got, say, formerly copyrighted materials, music or uh, literature that was formerly held to copyright, but is now in the public domain. The government decides to reactivate that copyright. Now you're in violation, and that website can be taken down. Wow! Um, so there's no so statute s- of limited. As limitations cor- essentially correct and, and the reasoning behind it they said was because of international copyright laws that um in some cases in some countries the copyrights last longer than they do in the united states so there are some cases in which where we have something in the public domain but the country in which it originated it's still under copyright um <clears throat> so this was their answer to that but i see a potential that this could be abused just to take down a website that someone doesn't really like and
0: yeah
1: Wow, Mickey Mouse will never go out of copyright now. Never. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Mickey Mouse and what it's Sonny Bono, right? All his stuff. Is that was that was the joke was, too. Between was Mickey thing. Mouse and, and Sonny Bono is like <laughs> that they, they're like they're the proponents for um well, I mean who who owns his estate now. Um proponents for making sure those copyrights do not ever go away, yeah but Mickey Mouse is probably it's the most notorious case by far Disney has not lost that once, and I don't even know how long Mickey Mouse has actually been around with a copyright but it's um it's it's now I they just have a price to pay I'm sure mm. to get it reenacted whenever they need to
0: so we had a we had an apple uh had an apple story um I want to do a quick before the break here uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll come right back but before the break I want just want to talk about this real quick. Um, This is this is interesting. Microsoft uh, is calling for uh, gay marriage in Washington state, believe it or not. They're actually saying, you know, they 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 came out and made an official statement that they they think uh, that there should be gay marriage in Washington state.
1: Right. Because that's where they're they're headquartered. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: And so they are um, basically they're. From a recruiting standpoint? Exactly. Or? Yeah, they, they, they don't feel that uh, they can hire, they're, they're, you know, their they're statements that, you know, they say they, d- they don't feel they can hire the best possible, you know, people of, of all races and creeds and, 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 and you know, sexual preferences backgrounds and backgrounds and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, it's hard. To, they say it's hard to hire the best people in the world in the state where it's based, uh, discri- discriminates against certain people. So, I thought that was pretty interesting. That is very that interesting. Is inter- yeah.
1: So, is that... That's Microsoft directly. That's not Bill and Melinda Gates.
0: No, that is actually the micros- from the Microsoft PR desk from the official okay. Microsoft uh, people. They're saying, hey, gay marriage, go for it in, in Seattle. Or in, I guess, yeah, in Washington. So...
1: We'll have to see what happens. Yeah.
0: I wonder if that could be uh, you know, one of the tipping points I've for I've never
1: heard of a of a tech company getting involved <coughs> like that.
0: Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty so. interesting. That's pretty uh that's that's kind of a new thing. All right, well, we'll chew on that for a bit and we'll be back uh, right after these messages. Stick with us here on Do It Live. Check out our podcasts online. Uh, go to doit.wisc.edu forward slash radio for all of the wonderful ways to get in contact with us. If you have an idea for a show, if you want to speak your mind, if you want me to read something uh, silly on the show or whatever, whatever it is, email us radio at do uh, you know, if If you are selected for a show topic, we will send you a prize, and it'll be a lovely, wonderful prize, and you'll... You know, hold it up like Charlie in the Golden Ticket, and you'll say, and you'll <laughs> run home all the way and wake up your grandpa out of the bed and, and jump around. And maybe you'll even sing. Who knows? You'll sing and do, do a little dance. Do a so, dance. so, <laughs> so, email us radio at doit.wist.edu, and we can make your dreams come true of living in a chocolate house. We'll be right back with more Do It Live. Tasty. And now, the Do It Live three disclaimers with our guest geek of the week, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Number 1. The opinions expressed on this program do not reflect the views of WSUM, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, or of its Board of Regents. Number 2. Products and services provided by the Division of Inflation Technology, aka it. and other university departments as well as drawings and giveaways may be only available to students, faculty, staff, or those currently affiliated with UW-Madison. Ah. Number 3. Participants of this broadcast may offer opinions or recommendations to like recommending you to get to the chopper. However, they do not endorse, nor has any consideration been provided on behalf of the products or services discussed. Now get to the chopper. <laughs>
3: 写真
2: योडीको
3: ¡Que la
2: Mr. Hammond, it's amazing, people do move in herds to flock the free concerts that are hosted by the UW School of Music practically all the time. How did you do this?
4: I'll show you, Dr. Grant. Just go to music.wisc.edu and click on the events calendar. Spared no expense.
0: And we're back with more Do It Live, streaming live on WSUM.org. WSUM 91.7 FM, Madison, the snake on the lake. And we are here on Do It Live, the number one rated tech talk show on WSUM, because we are the only tech talk show on WSUM. Um, so very convenient for us, and uh, <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about Lynda.com, and Lynda.com is is basically an online e learning site for all sorts of technology needs. Uh, in the studio today, we've got uh, from Do it, uh Greg and Kathy here. How's it going? Great, fantastic. Thanks uh, for having us. So can uh, can you guys tell us? Uh, I mean, you know, for the for a person who's never seen Lynda.com, never been to Lynda.com. Uh, Can you give us like a quick overview of exactly what it is? Did I kind of give it a good
2: intro there? Is there anything you can add? There's a couple things we might add to it. It, um, You know, you can think of it all as YouTube-style movies. Um, They're all screen tutorials. Um, The one clarification that I'd make is it's not all just software technology. There's also things that we sort of term as concept tutorials. So if you're into photography, as an example, there's quite a few tutorials that are out there that help you look at things like how to frame in your your shots if you're doing um, photography and there's also things that are out there that deal with running effective meetings for people who are into meetings there's things about project management so um, it's it stretches beyond software to a certain extent
5: yes it has almost 20 about 1200 courses Mm -hmm. but if you break that down it's got almost 50,000 what we call videos. Wow. So if you're sitting at your desk and all of a sudden you gotta do budget work, but you forgot how to do subtotals, you can go into lynda.com and search for subtotals in Excel and just look, okay, this is how I do that, and watch a video, short video. You, know, you can also go to YouTube and say, okay, Excel, subtotals, but then you don't know which one of those are good, mm-hmm. and this way um, you can get to lynda.com through the portal. And through the service tab in the portal, in law, you know, click into lynda.com there, and you know you're getting something that's good and short, and you can search there and get just-in-time sure. training.
2: That's very cool. And, and so, so, I'd also add, it's all done by people who are kind of recognized as being industry experts. You know, I was just going to ask who does the videos. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not like me that's (laughs) recorded them, but it's, it's actual people that the company, lynda.com has sought out that are recognized within their industry. And that's definitely good because, you know, I've, I've seen a few,
0: uh, I guess, quote unquote tutorials, uh, on, on YouTube. Some of them are really good. Some of them, you know, are a 13 year old guy with a, with a microphone, you know, talking about how he gets his, you know, registry edited and you know that kind of stuff yeah it's not that's so great right. and that's
4: a great point because um, like for instance um, just last night I was looking up videos I'm building a Pinewood Derby car for my son trying to look up videos I haven't done it since I was like 12 so Pinewood like, Derby oh car how, how do how do I do this? <laughs> what do I do? So I go and type it in on YouTube, but it took me about 45 minutes of weighing through all of the bad videos to find one that was mm-hmm. decent. And here, you're not going to have
2: to worry about for that. For sure. Right. I can confirm that there's not a video on how to build a wood Derby car Darn on it. lynda.com. Well, then lynda.com, and Andy, w- is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> not for you. Foiled
0: Pinewood again. Derby, that's old school, dude. That's uh, are you gonna put in some sort of you know um, space space minerals in it to make it go super fast? No, it fast, is gonna or? have
4: a little Lego astronaut in it.
0: Okay, is that is that regulation though? Like it's, you know, as long as the car is not over five ounces, we're not gonna over five ounces. <laughs> just <laughs> just making sure. Oh,
1: <laughs> one thing I like about Linda dot com and talking about um, you know these. You know, actually coming from the, the you know some you know some of them coming from the actual companies that created the software. Yeah, um, is that you have to be concerned too about what version of the software you're using? Oh, for um, sure. Or if it's an if it's a you know uh, a new feature in you know the the latest version of Photoshop, and I say ah, I just I just need to figure out this new stuff that they have. Um, you know. I don't know what number Photoshop is on right now. I s- it's CS5, I think. CS5, the but what the one. number of Photoshop, I think it's Photoshop 12 or something is the oh, actual number on the, yeah, on the, on the yeah, actual yeah. Um, program. Um, so you can go in there and say, you know, I'm using Photoshop 12 and it'll, and it'll actually have a video tutorial that'll say, here's everything you know, need to know if you were using 11 and now you're using 12. Just the changes. Oh, wow. So it won't say, Here, welcome to Photoshop. You say, I already know how to use Photoshop. I don't need to go through all the basics all over again. It's just, here's the ver- what you need to know for your version. Mm-hmm. So that's great when you're looking up, you know, how do I do this specific step? You can check, oh, ra- right, I have to, you know, identify which version I have first. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get the right steps for the one that you're using.
0: That's pretty cool.
5: And one of the things we liked about lynda.com over some of the competitors was. That they came out the fastest with the new features, yeah. Than the other competitors, and that was a big drawing point for us. And the other Big Ten schools, about half of them have Lynda.com, and that's again was a big drawing draw to that company was they were right faster than any of the books came out. Was those videos on the new features of like Adobe or Very Microsoft cool. products?
0: Very cool. And so, how how does one how does one access uh, Lynda.com? Do you just go to Lynda.com?
2: You actually go to um, the the myuw portal, okay? And um, which is
0: my.wisc.edu. Thank right. you. There you go. Yep,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're good at doing that. So um, students who go to the portal can go to the um, the learning tab of the of the portal, mm-hmm. and they'll find lynda.com at the learning tab um, for fac and faculty and staff on campus. They can go directly to the services tab of the portal, mm-hmm. and they'll find a portlet, um, one of those little boxes, on the portal, and they can get directly to lynda.com from the portal. Very cool.
0: And so it uses like uh it uses your Net ID and your login and your authentication there it does. to to log you into Linda and say yes this guy or this gal is a uh, affiliated person with UW Madison that's that that's kind of how the backbone of it all works
2: it does and that's one of the um one of the things that's changed here is Lynda.com has been on campus in past semesters just for students mm. um but it didn't know one student from the other everybody came in through um, just a series of IP addresses so you would show up in the lynda.com service as IP user versus now you pass through with your NetID. And you get into lynda.com and it recognizes you by name. And it also keeps a learner transcript of the courses that you visited. So you can go and you can actually view your transcript. That's cool. And you can, <laughs> you can also see a history of the types of the types of courses that you've been in, which is all new. They didn't have that before. So we think that's really a nice thing with um with the current version of Lynda and how it's connected.
4: So for instance if you're looking at a video and you don't get through the whole thing, when you log back in, it's gonna be there in your history and you can easily access it. Right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And if you're
5: working in a IT job or maybe your job has some IT component. You could complete a whole course from beginning to end and get a certificate,
0: ah, print it
5: out, yeah. give it to your boss and maybe get a raise. Hey,
0: that's hey that Hey, that
1: applies to everybody in this
5: room. <laughs>
0: that certainly does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to like, you know, pad out your resume a little bit, you get a little bit of, you know, com completion certificate. Uh, yeah. You know, put it right on your in your resume. That's well, From it, what I
5: understand, you can't get these certificates unless you pass some type of
0: Oh. You know,
5: standard quiz. Well, and that goes good. for staff and faculty too if uh you want to complete an extra whole course it's recognizes you by name, so you can actually go through complete courses if you want, or you can just like I said, go in and get what you need and uh, understand a certain concept and get out
4: and uh, in in the courses, there's actually some interactivity there where you have to take a quiz or it's not just watching videos right yeah that's yeah
0: so and and uh you were saying before that it recognized IP addresses. Uh to to you know, to log people on. So that that means I'm assuming that you'd have to be coming from like you'd have to be watching it on the campus. So you couldn't be doing it at home but now you now you can. Is that is that correct?
2: Right. The the access to it before were there were four different IP ranges that okay. they were accepting access into. So I that's see. correct. So now you can get it up from at home or if you're traveling or international, as long as you've got your net ID, you get to the portal, you can hop right in. Okay. Okay.
5: Right. But of course at home you want you. Audio on, okay, yeah. and you want to be able to run videos, which most computers nowadays can sure. run those pretty well.
0: Now, is um, does uh, does linda do the do the? Now maybe you guys don't know this, but do the videos run? You know, like using a Flash player. Like, could you could you could you view it on a on an iPad or an iPhone?
2: Or you know, do you think they have an app for that? Or they do. There's actually we've been working with the help desk. Oh, okay. The help desk <laughs> has been creating documentation for people from a support standpoint. And one of the things that the help desk has been working on is documenting a way that you can go in through the lynda.com mobile app and configure it so you can get at lynda.com through your mobile device. That's awesome.
0: Yay, help desk, hooray!
1: Go help desk.
0: (laughs) Go help desk, woo! Oh, please, please, no flowers, please. Okay.
1: (laughs) So I think that goes, that reminds me, um, I suppose they could go hand in hand. What what was the... um, Oh, I th- maybe we talked it, uh, about it um, maybe on the last show, but the uh, ability to log into wireless networks at other campuses. Yeah.
0: What's um, that called again? Eduroam.
1: Eduroam. So uh, Sandy, you can Sandy, our use Eduroam while says. you're at other campuses, hmm. you know, while you're traveling even, in, and use lynda.com. You can even show it off to other campuses that don't have it. Hey,
0: that, there you Isn't go. Isn't that neat? There you go. So um, I actually used com not too long ago. Um, uh in order to figure out how to use Adobe Encore, because I had forgotten, and that and I, I went through the uh, the tutorial on that, and I, I found it very very useful. Um, what what would you say? Do you guys have any ideas to you know for lynda.com, and maybe maybe not just for y- the UW, but you know maybe total like wh- what's the most popular courses or or that kind of thing?
5: Well, interst- interst- you know, excuse me, interestingly enough. Um, in the last couple of years, we've had it here for students. We had a limited kind of license use sure. that did not keep track of that.
3: Oh, Kay? okay. But
5: now the type of license we have, we will be able to keep track of that.
0: So you'll be able to say these are the top five Lynda.com courses. Correct. And Now, do do you think uh, do you think these this is something that a professor could use in their class? You know, like go look at the Lynda.com yeah, tutorial. Absolutely. To, yeah. So and,
2: well, and this is an area where. Immediately as we started to to kind of communicate across campus that lynda.com was coming to be licensed this way, we immediately had some inquiries from people who are looking at um, future academic courses. We had one gentleman that was telling us about a class that they want to put out next fall, and they need their TAs to be able to work with Photoshop. And this particular faculty member was a little bit concerned about how he was going to have the time to get his TAs up to speed on the basics of Photoshop. So this was a perfect place where he had said, well, could we send our TAs in? and get them into learning how to work with Photoshop, so then they can transla- translate that to the students. So that type of thing is a perfect application um, for Linux.com tutorials.
5: Yep, and we already had um, one faculty member using it in their class, and we had uh, a, the site down for a few days in between this one license and the other license, and it obviously it was right before the semester started, oh and no. they found it down, and they were in a total panic. Oh no! My whole curriculum is based on that this is going to be up and running, and we made sure that we got it the new license up and
1: running for them yeah, for and sure. ready to go. So uh, do you know if in the future there will be any ability with our partnership with lynda.com to provide tutorials for, I guess, campus-specific resources? To be able to post videos online and say, you know, how do I use WISCal or Wismail or be able to, I don't, I don't know if that, if that's really in the cards, but um, it's going hand in hand-in-hand with Teach Me How to Do It, just to have a that video tutorial there and have somebody talking to you about how to use something. Do you... Do you think that would be a potential down the road? I know I've talked to lynda.com that a lot of times they will go to a a campus,
5: and if it's generic enough, they will actually hire people on campus, if with quality control, of course, Mm -hmm. and have them create some of the videos. But it has to be generic. It can't have, like, the logo.
0: So it's kind of like a how to clear your cache and cookies on a browser, not how to clear your cache and cookies for whisk mail on Mm -hmm. your browser at UW Uh Medicine.
5: Yeah. Whether they'll let us... um, Create them and put it into kind of their shell. That's another story, and, and you brought up a very interesting point. Um, mm-hmm. And it's got their label on it. it with quality control. They they might be open to it. That's a very interesting point you brought up.
0: Cool. Well, maybe they helped us go get
1: involved in that. I don't know. Yeah,
0: maybe yes, maybe we'll they see. can hire some you know some talented and um, attractive uh, radio personalities. You know from i don't know somewhere who, who knows you know, i don't know we don't, don't know, know any of those could, you know give, <laughs> shower us with the lynda.com money and bring us on their yachts and
2: well, and right. I think it's, I think your, cre- your question, Trace, is a really good one because one of the things that we have the opportunity to do is to really get feedback from campus about how they use lynda.com and what types of things they might see as the value with it. So, I mean, that type of feedback is something that we surely encourage anybody who uses Lynda and has thoughts about um, how this type of technology can be better used on campus to pass that feedback along. We certainly want to hear it, and it's information that we can pass along to Linda as well as work on with it if it's something that really seems like there's a great demand for it. Sure.
1: So if somebody does want to do that, how do they get in touch with you?
5: That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we're our group in academic technology, and our, our email is actually classes at doit.wis.edu because okay. we offer face-to-face classes as well as these online classes. So it's classes at doit.wis.edu and that's one way to get in touch is with us. Mm-hmm. We also, in our face-to-face classes, through professional technical education. We will be announcing in our face-to-face classes on Excel or Word or Photoshop um, that these are available, that lynda.com is available as a resource so for them because it's af- actually free for faculty, staff, and students. Mm-hmm. So, However, I want to make a note that um, we're offering, DoIt is offering this for free, but we need people to use it. And we hope that they find it valuable, especially in the next 12 18 months. Um, we want people to use it. We think that they'll find it valuable. And we think a lot of people will use it. And that will determine that it stays here for them. We've got to have people using it so that we can keep it here.
0: Well, I will give for everybody listening out there, I will give an absolutely glowing review to lynda.com, uh, at least for what I use it for worked absolutely you know spectacularly it was it was great it was an amazing resource and from what i saw there was just literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different things that you could learn about on there you could you could learn on lynda.com all day if you wanted to and become a master of just about everything you know so i mean Get out there. Start using lynda.com. And the great thing is
4: you you can learn at your own pace. You can watch half of the video now. You can do it when you have time to do it. It's not like a class that you have to show up to at a certain time. So it just makes it that much more accessible for you.
2: And the format of it is very flexible, too, just to follow up on that, that you can can play it in double speed. So for those of you who really get information quickly, you can fast-forward your way through it and listen to it. Um, For people who like to go through things a little bit more slow-paced, there's also a text transcript that comes with every video, so if you prefer to kind of read through material rather than listen to the media part of it, you can also get to a transcript of it. So there's multiple ways for you to consume the material and work your way through it. That's very cool.
0: Now, you know, this is, this is interesting to me. In, in the past, if you wanted to learn about something like uh, you know, like Word or Excel or Encore or PowerPoint or you know how to take a, 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 a good photo, you'd probably pick up, you'd probably go to the library and you'd pick up a book you know, um, even in the past maybe five, six years, yeah, you could look up a little bit of, of it online, or, but you'd, you'd probably be reading through most of this. And now it's it's kind of jumped over to, you know, these, these video technologies, these video tutorials that we're seeing online. Y- you think this is something that's going to be continuing uh, on moving away from sort of the text-based learning and more into the video learning, you know? I mean, is lynda.com bridging that gap, or what do, what do you guys think? I
2: know it's a very, you know, a... Uh, uh, philosophical question about learning in general. but Well, I think lynda.com is a company that's been around for a long time. The, our first experiences with lynda.com were textbook-based experiences that when our group first looked at doing training um, with topics like Photoshop, they had textbooks that came out there. Mm-hmm. And that's what we use. But Lynda.com has made this transition. Um, you know, they're certainly a company that looks at the markets, that evaluates what people are looking for. And I think that's a good indication that a large company like Lynda is kind of making this move. And it tells us a lot about, um, I think in particular, um, how people, people who really embrace technology are able to kind of learn this stuff at their own pace and not be so dependent upon print-based materials.
5: And I think it depends on the learner. We still have a lot of folks on campus that still want to come to our class and get a book and then still get access to Mm lynda.com. And then we've got some learners who will be just fine to pop up that video on lynda.com and can go right into the software at the same time they watch the video and practice something. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on the learner and maybe even depend on the application they're learning.
4: And I know for me personally, like, Uh, technical documentation manuals have been a pet peeve for me for years (laughs) because they're just written horribly in most cases and you can read through the same page like 20 times and you're like okay well it's talking about this particular thing but what does that really mean and if you see it on a video and you say oh this is exactly where it is and someone's clicking on Mm -hmm. something and you're seeing it it's just instantly you realize how to do it it's not and i see say that,
0: that there's a big difference between having like a reference, you know, looking, looking on a manual and like having a, a reference and having someone teach you the subject, you know? There's a big difference between buying a, te- a biology textbook and reading through it and having a teacher teach you biology. And I think that's, that's something that's great with, uh, with Lynda.com and with the online tutorials. It's someone who's trying to teach that subject and trying to, you know, express it in a way that's easy to understand.
1: Yeah, and I think with the app, if that, one that gets up and rolling, if it's mm-hmm. not yet, that's going to be fabulous because you're going to be able to do it on the go. Right. Anywhere you are, you're you're sitting waiting for a doctor's appointment. You've got 15 minutes. Just You could actually just pop on lynda.com and watch a video. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. great.
2: One other thing that we forgot to mention earlier just when we were talking about the services, and this kind of relates to this issue of how people learn, is... Some of the topics, some of the tutorials do have exercise files that you can actually pull down from within Lynda as well. So oh, if you cool. watch through a piece of the of a particular piece of software, um, depending on the topic, you may also be able to pull down an exercise file and try to recreate the same activity that the subject matter expert was walking you through in the tutorial. Oh, that's awesome! So you can get some practice. Because a lot of people
0: really learn by doing, for sure. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks so thanks so much for coming in and talking with us about Lynda.com today. Okay. And I, I will say everyone out there listening right now, go go to lynda.com. Well don't go to lynda.com. dot com. Go to my you, sign in with your net ID, go to the services and go to lynda.com dot com via that so that you can get, so you can actually get in. Uh, and uh, and you said your uh, email again was what?
5: Classes, dot, uh, classes at doit.wisc.edu.
0: Classes at doit.wisc.edu. All right. The other area oh. that
2: I might just say from a communication standpoint is, like everything else, the help desk so many times ends up being a communicator of information with services. So mm-hmm. if classes at doit.wisc.edu slips your mind. Um, you can certainly communicate things back to the help desk and they pass feedback up to us for as sure, well.
0: For sure, for sure. So if you have any questions about lynda.com or if you have any problems, email help at doit.wis.edu or give the help desk a call at 264-HELP. So for help, call the help desk. Get it? Hey, Got it. Got it. <laughs> All right. And uh looks like our hour is just about up here, but before we go, we got a bunch of people to thank. Uh, special thanks go out to our management team at the Division of Information Technology, Perry Brunelli, Ryan Hansen, Edward Hoover, Brian Kishner, Ty Leto, Neil Mack, Mark Nessel, Brian Rust, and Bill Zimmerman. The Director of User Services is Kathy O'Brien. do Chief Operating Officer is John Krogman, and our CIO and Vice Provost for Information Technology is Bruce Moss. Today's broadcast was produced by Ty Christian, Sandy Seiberlick, and Adam Wiesenfarth. Our associate producers are Laura Grady, Teresa Saldana, and Nathan Cohen, with assistance from Dan Collins, Matthew Siriani, and the Nates, Harrison Weber, and Zastro. Our on-air producer and director of e-communications is Matt Rockwell, and our theme music is from Conan. The executive producer of Do It Live is Jesse LeCrew. Join us next week, where we will talk tech again for another hour, and we'll see you then.
3: Make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger, more than power. Order, better, faster, stronger.